What's up, everybody? Wake and Bake POD Gen. What's going on? Back to the Freaky Friday show. Fastest show on MLB. Absolutely freaking anywhere. Take that one to the bank. Golf pros in the house. DN Stoners in the house. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey, everybody. And a high ho silver from shiny Brooklyn all the way to those lovely mountains in the altitude up in Colorado. What's going on, everybody? Lego, 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 my ego. Today's another two games slate, and it's 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 seriously it's a it's an internet meme of the horse, where the the drawing the drawing starts at the tail end. It's so nice, like I could never do anything like this. Beautiful, detailed, intricate shading. And then, you know that's our first matchup, Houston, Texas. Man, Clash of the Titans feels like the World Series going on in the ALCS right now. And then we're gonna get over to a, a game started by. Joe Mantiply and the Diamondbacks. Yikes. That's a part of the horse run. It's like a stick figure head with two teeth. And that's it. Goffro getting cute with the Tucker Kyle bases. I got Guriel yesterday that we didn't really do great yesterday. I think we were hit and miss on the pitching props. The Haney two on runs took about three and a half seconds. It wasn't in long enough to walk two batters. He only got one. Jeez Louise. Nuance and the context that you get any only here, man. We are. I've been really diving in. I even got myself into a little bit of a playoff groove, right? It's not the same as it would be when we had 15 games. We're not even, not say we're not looking at it, but year to date stats at this point are really kind of meaningless. It's all about the sine waves, right, that we talk about throughout the season. You know, top waves and bottom waves, and that's a better way to explain. Bad teams playing bad, bad teams playing good, and every iteration of the like. Okay, rate, review, and subscribe, because that shit matters more than it should. Let's get it done. Two games. Baby, baby. Okay, number one. Sorry, my notes, of course, out of whack here already. All right, first up, JV. So this is a rematch of game one. Houston v. Texas. On the bump for the Astros, plus 100. Man, jeez. You were telling me you get Verlander to even money in a playoff game. Say, where do I sign up? Going to Texas, Rangers, slight favorites, minus 110 at home. Jay Montgomery on, on the bump for the Rangers. Man, I wish the Yankees had a guy like him. I wish the Yankees had a guy like Jordan Montgomery. I'm just never going to get over it. I'm enjoying it for the young man. He's going to go get that bad kid. He's about to get his aid in the shade before he ends up with the Yankees. They had no problem doing that with Chapman. The Yankees don't really care about that stuff. So I can't. Maybe he'll be back. I don't know. But Montgomery's been a... He's a bulldog. That's what we liked about him. And again, he's a young pitcher. We often... Or you'll hear in fantasy circles and baseball analysis, right? That growth not being linear. That kind of works for prospects. Young players in all sports. Fantasy betting otherwise. Montgomery's got the dog in him, man. You know, he stayed healthy. He was always kind of an inning eater. And now he's added... Some swinging missability with the off-speed stuff. He's taken off. He's been excellent. All right, let's start with JV, though. Two starts in the playoffs against Minnesota. Went six, gave up none. Struck out six, walked three. Then against these Texas Rangers, game one. Went six and two-thirds, gave up two. Struck out five, walked two. 
the two home runs in Texas was Evan Carter doubled, Heim knocked him in, and then Leody hit a solo shot. It was kind of scattered. Not a lot of offense. That game ended 2-0. Right? JV's bringing the four-seamer, the slider, and the curve. In that game, max 25 CSW, right? Your cold strikes plus whiff rate. You want to be at 30 or better. We mentioned Arcadian is freaking numbers like 65, 87, you know? When you're really... That's why we don't use small sets. But just to give you an idea, looking back, Verlander, but six and two thirds gave up two, which is a pretty good start. One out away from a money start. If you hear me refer to that, that's seven innings minimum, two earns runs maximum. With only a 25% CSW on each individual pitch, only seven total whiffs in that game. So, really, not what you'd expect. He also faced Texas in Texas. First week of September, he went seven, gave up one, struck out six, walked one. <laughs> P.O. P.O. wants uh, Jordan Montgomery to head over to the Rockies and not the Yankees. P.O., I'm, I'm very, very sorry. Um, he won't be going to the Rockies because that would be a good move, right? So he, he won't be going to the Rockies. Pitchers, you might expect to get signed by the Rockies. I don't know, just at the top of my head. Jordan Lyles, you know, that look. Maybe like you'll get Dallas Keigel, Noah Syndergaard. Right? That's that's what I'm expecting from the, the Rockies, really just abject freaking disaster. I hate being arrogant. The being very confident is part of my line of work. And you got, you gotta toe the line. Hopefully you're surrounded by people brave enough that love you enough, you know, to pull you back. I'm adding. <laughs> Five wins to that team just off the bus. Like, had they handed me, you know, some sort of say in organizational development there, we're going to be redoing a lot. We're redoing a lot, a lot. The entire approach of that team, we're going to redo. We're going to figure out pitching stuff that they haven't been able to do. Yeah. That's golf pro. Very well put. Rockies only get dust balls and dumpster fires, sadly. It's just awful. You know, when I read about them that they like to sign, like, emotionally, so they'll keep their own guys on, but then they go and leave. But, like, you just can't. It's not It's not that organization. not selling widgets. Trying to win baseball games up against, you know, quant wizards and algorithms and supercomputers, machine learning and shit like that. He's, whatever. It's a complete malpractice. Anyway. So Verlander has shoved these Rangers around. Really not much there, even with the two runs. Hardly split you can get against him 305 max lefty righty home away split I gener I don't use the word split proof that's another term that I kind of developed for me that's a 300 robo or less so right 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 there he's pretty much split proof you know it's all imply well above average run totals you get the four seamer 50% of the time which is a lot for a 458X slug, 18% whiff. Not a great combination of contact quality and swing and miss ability. But the shape on it is very good. You know, very flat, about 12 inches of vertical ride, which is phenomenal for a starting pitcher, almost as low as she goes. You got a few outlying guys, you know, DeGrom and Hunter Green, a couple guys that are 11 towards 10. But 12 is excellent, especially with 8 inches of horizontal ride, right? Hor Vertical ride, think roller coaster ride, horizontal run, run, you know. And it also mirrors the curve. Again, all the deceptive elements that he's been able to maximize. He's super smart with smart organizations of 
pitch shape and changing eye level using deceptive elements in the within the arsenal re cola spit cola colon <laughs> oh god wrecked damn the killed her anyway so the four seamer is not great on paper and it even gets hit hard but it's really a very important part of the arsenal. And then that curve I mentioned, 20 use, 321. X log, 25 whiff, which is good. To set up the slider, which is the, you know, the colon collapser. 25 use, a 287 expected slug, 29 whiff. That pitch is excellent. 27 games started on the year. 14 quality, 7 money, right? Money starts, 7 inning minimum, 2 run run maximum. Zero 10 strikeout add-ins. I thought, you know necessarily need strikeouts it's innings and earned runs but i was a bit surprised when we're looking for the starts and move the needle again strikeouts are very important if you end up with runners on base okay right off the bat number one speaking of strikeouts jay bring up that strikeout prop for mr verlander we're kind of ignoring juice everybody again during the season because the menu the availability of bets is so wide i generally don't go outside of a minus 140 for a solo bet during the playoffs, especially when you find props that you like, we're going to like that minus 175. We won't have to for this one. I got my, let's call it minus 160, Jay. Let's call it minus 160. Four and a half strikeouts for Verlander. I thought that was a little bit low. He's gone over that mark 20 of 27 starts. The out prop is 16 and a half. He's gone over that 17 of 27. Not sure I'm buying that. They might take five really strong, depending on the score and the pitch count. Walk prop set at one and a half. He's going over that 12 of 27. So not really loving that. That one really split. And the over, check this one out. Jay, the, the earn run is at three and a half. Could you see if you can find a match on that also? That's correct. I think we're going to go under three and a half for Verlander. He's only gone over seven of 27 starts. But I think more importantly, by the time the third run is on the board, I, that might be it. So I definitely like going under three and a half. I think I like under three and a half on runs for any starter in the playoffs. You almost not really expect right? this, this series being decided by a nose. I was a kid. This is Clash of the Titans heavyweight championship stuff right here. It's not makes me like regret that I bet on it, but betting even for somebody like me who's a cold analytical son of a gun, you know, whatever. We eat losses. I eat pieces of sh like you for breakfast. You piece for breakfast. I let this stuff from a walk me. But even still, you know that you have money on it, so you're kind of rooting for stuff. This one, if you could, you just want to watch, man, and suck this one up. This is what it's all about. But again, three and a half runs of Verlander seems a little bit high. So let's go. Jay, feeling good about that? Right? Feeling good about that. Over four and a half Ks, under three and a half runs. Feeling pretty good about that. You know, workload, everything's in play. Not like the mistakes, you know, the stuff we were worried about. Cut off the aisle with Scherzer. Texas offense, again, very good versus righties. Second half, we kind of did some of this yesterday. Top three in homers, isolated slugging. Top five, I'm sorry, top ten in batting average and OPS. I want to get the card. Simeon, Seager, Dois, Evan Carter, all killing righties down the stretch, plus 900 OPS the second half. I mentioned eight players had a 108 WRC plus or better in the second half yesterday. Versus JV this year, though. Okay, so... In that game, Simeon really hit him hard. Simeon went three for three, nearly 900 expected Woba. Pretty good performance from Simeon. So if you're looking for a hit prop, it's probably him. 
and maybe the under strikeout prop, like it's maybe him. Did they even list it? Simeon might be listed at one and a half hits, which I'm not crazy about. And I'm the, I don't know if I want, yeah, you got to really go up the juice ladder. I'm not really, I'm not willing for that, for that minus, minus 270. And I don't know if I really want to, Jay, we didn't talk about this, but I, I, you're probably in line. It's really intuitive. Jim Pine in the house, welcome aboard. OPMG, cop of status. Guys, grab your spears, grab your shield. You know, we have a, a talented fan, man. Sparta needs us. Give it a new book. Nothing taking from them. Everything. Me and you, call the pen crew, baby. Can't believe it. Got to be closing in on 140 straight shows. Jay, you should be extremely proud of the work you, you've done. I know I am. Tyler C, what's up, man? Making the live show. One. All right, so Simeon really got the JV. What I mentioned with the total bases is, again, when we're playing total bases during the season, it's a 15-game slate. I run the model. We have the backing of the algo with implied team totals looking for extra plate appearances you're not really getting those here and i don't think the pricing reflects it i guess i could have asked you for i didn't see the total base price probably not worth it because during the regular season it's plus 120 or whatever and they're just not doing it yeah, plus 105 no no thank you thanks but no thanks how about hit runs and ribbies that's a kind of tough though right scoring at a premium it's really tough. If it's not a negative in front of me, you could take a walk with that. You know, I'm trying, everybody. <laughs> I want to get you those bets in, but we really want to be smart and remain in the plus EV lane. All right, let's move on to the other side. I'm going to have to hurry up there. Go figure. J-Mon on the bump. Three starts in the playoffs. Went seven, gave up none, struck out five, walked none versus Tampa. Got touched by Baltimore. Remember, Baltimore's a very good left-handed team. We were on that. Went four, gave up four, struck out two, went one, then versus these Astros. Six and a third, gave up none, struck out six, Walked one. He's been excellent. 32 games started this season. 20 quality starts. Six money starts. Zero above 10 Ks. We know that's not really his bag. Featuring the sinker first. 40% of the time in the sinker. 421 X slug. 14 whiff. It's really the setup pitch for the other stuff. Right? That curveball he throws. 362 X slug. 37 whiff. That's a money pitch, that curveball. Yankees were worried. He didn't have the swing and miss stuff. They were worried. He didn't have the power stuff. They were worried. He'd never give him 30 starts. Well, in your face, you stupid Yankee front office. You guys are terrible. Now, again, I understand they are very analytic and not like the Rockies where I could add six wins. I'd probably only add one win to the Yankees. But if you could add one win to a really good team, you're probably pretty smart or they're doing something wrong. I think it's a combination of both. All right. That felt good to get out there, man. Every so often, you got to just purge on your favorite teams. I love, make no mistake, I freaking love the Yankees. I'm dyed in the wool. Yankee fan, my blood, my son's bedroom are pinstriped. I dyed in the wool. Yankee fan. For real, I've been watching it since the 80s. I used to go to 20, 30 games a season. They're terrible. You got to be able to call all the space speed. That'll help you for your betting stuff also, people. We start making money. Well, we love making money against the Yankees. If you followed this year, you know that. Because even when they're terrible, they carry good prices. That was yeah, We did very well against the Yankees. All right, so the synchronous set up the curve. But then you get the arm side change again. Very good. He throws this exclusively to righties. 294 X slug, 39 whiff. Straight up money pitch. Straight up colon collapser. Straight up devastating stuff. He faced Houston in the regular season once. Six and two thirds. Gave up one. So he's been very good against them. Struck out six. Went one. The one run was a Martin Maldonado home run. <laughs> Hard to rely on that. Game one in this championship series. I'm telling you, I was digging for it, man. Nuance and context pouring out the nose. Death taxes me up before the crack of dawn to bring you to the show, man. I, I'm straight up on this. No batted ball events beyond 340 feet, man. That is pretty damn good. Not a single, not a single one. Not one. 
and only two balls hit above 100 miles an hour. Those both belong to Maurizio Dubon. I don't know where we're going. I mean, again, that's just again. I was on watching this one because it feels like maybe I should have mentioned the under J. What's the F five under look like? Is it at four point five? Four point five. Maybe we can dig it. If it's four, I'd hate going under those because I always feel like you're playing for a tie in a two two. Jay says it's four point five. I could dig on that if the if the price is normal. You know, this is just about one of these guys shoving, really. We've seen a ton of it. I think it's there. So this is Jaymont. You know what, Jay? Maybe before we pull the trigger on the F5, bring up the Montgomery strikeout prop. Also, I know he's not a big K guy, but the bar is so low. Jordan Montgomery strikeouts set. All right, we're having a little bit of technical issues on the back end. Don't worry about it. I'll talk you through all the bet stamp stuff. Jay, you just let me know when you're back on board with that. Don't worry. You do your thing, my man. It's all good. We're all in this together. You know, everybody needs somebody sometimes. Three and a half Ks from Montgomery. He's on over that 25 of 32. So don't worry, my man, Jay Bird. I got your back. Big Johnny Stud is on the job. Three and a half Ks is minus 155. Jay, maybe you want to just track him in our chat. We'll go back and load him. Is that is that cool? So let's go Montgomery over over three and a half keys, minus 155. You're going to like that. He's going over 25 of 32. Again, we're not really looking for an impact strikeout performance. We're kind of assuming six innings. We're four Ks to six innings. It's, just, it's not that good. I mean, again, low bars. Trust me, I am Mr. Low Expectations. My wife's a dime piece. You might not know it. 16 and a half outs is the bar. It's going over 23 of 32. The distance ones I worry about more because you can get pulled in the sixth with any kind of damage. So I think I'm going to pass that. Over one and a half walks, he's gone over that 14 of 32 again. Not really too interested. And then over two and a half runs, that one's 11 of 32. Surprise, Verlander posted an extra run over Montgomery. So I'm not really interested there. I would have liked the three and a half. So you know what? All things considered, Houston offense has been good versus lefties. But what? which lefties? But again, I want to lay it out for you. You know, I don't hide this stuff. Second half versus lefties is 925 plate appearances. Phillies were number one in home runs and ISO, number two in OPS, WOBA, WRC+, number three in batting average, number four in K-rate. Pretty damn good when you're combining the disciplinary metrics that we know we love so much with not just contact, but the highest quality of contact. That was always the key for the Phillies. Phillies hitting top sine wave are among the, you know, flat out just best teams there is. Because they're pretty good at the back end. But the front is at lunch insane. The fact that we kind of look past hitters like Castellanos and JT Ramuto as like whatever, even Bryson Stott and Brandon Marsh, the fact that these guys just kind of get looked past really says everything. Don't get me wrong. Um, I got... Sorry, I got, I'm bringing up Philly notes like an idiot, and I'm thinking about Houston, obviously, Jordan, and um, Bregman Tucker. Oh, my gosh. Sorry about that, everybody. I don't know why. I just spun off that because next up I have the Philly game. But first, we were going to do a Andrew. We're brought to you by betsafe.app forward slash call to the pen. Tell them Johnny sent you. For sure. John, I got you here. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and to always get the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool 
like Betstamp. Betstamp compares odds across every sports book, including games, player props, and futures. Save time, save money. Download the app today. Uh, if you're looking to sign up for more sports books, uh, make sure you head over to betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. If you sign up through that page, it helps support the show. Now back to John here. Yeah, my apologies one more time for that slip up. You know, so many, so much data, so many notes in different places. Sometimes labeling, you know, gets gets crossed. I could actually, I could tell you what happened. These games are flipped in order, and I I screwed up something. So again, I want to be clear: the numbers were correct. Houston offense second half first lefties extremely strong. All those numbers were good. Number one, homer ISO. Number two, OPS, one with WRC+. Plus. Three, batting average, 4K rate. So the discipline combined with contact quality was was all correct. But sorry, I spun off with the wrong hitters. That was my mistake. My apologies. We'll get to that in a second. So I think that's it, Chad. I also wanted to list uh, the under. You know, again, if we're going to go classic, Clash of the Titans. Oh, we're back online. Excellent. Love it, baby. I didn't know if you are going to be able to do the reload. Look at that, man. You know, sometimes with live TV people, you can learn to just kind of drop back and punt on certain things. These things happen. Jay got us back on track, and we are rolling. All right, let's get into the second one. Our 9-1 to Philly sweep botched last night. I thought they were going to get him. That Philly's in 5 plus 5.5 that we also liked is still pretty live. So, all right, let's get into the second game now. Again, my apologies on that one. It's just a little out of character to get so derailed and go so far with it. It is the Fighting Phils on the road, minus 130 favorites. Christopher, Dirty Sanchez on a bump against those snakes with shapes on their back, plus 115 underdogs with lefty Joe Mantiply on the bump. Yikes, this was always the reason for the Phillies bet in four or five. Again, I thought they were going to get him yesterday. It was purely a pitching play. Fott ended up being really damn good. But that was always part of the play as well. And even Gallon and Fott were good. They probably split at best. And then it just falls off the map. Arizona, I just don't think, has the firepower. Let's start with Christopher Sanchez. All right, so he hasn't pitched yet in the playoffs. And he didn't face Arizona. So clean slate here. Wouldn't be surprised Philly was saving him for the road, right? And they knew later on, and they knew they are going to push him on the road. Again, that sinker he throws, just not playing in Philadelphia. Nearly two home runs per nine at home this year. However, on the road, 207 batting average allowed, 567 OPS, that's off the hook. 208 ERA with a .7 homer nine. Christopher Sanchez really doing his thing on the road. Oh, man, he's, there. he's a road warrior. What a rush. I mean, it's a road warrior. Got the spiked shoulder pads. Funky haircut. Hawking animal, baby. If you know, then you know. 18 games started for Sanchez on the season. Seven quality starts. Two money and two with 10 strikeouts. And this is part of the reason why I like to bring this stuff up. Also, one of those was against Atlanta. And it was the twofer. Meaning it was a money start with the double-digit Ks. So we can talk about Sanchez as times... Maybe being a bit of like a contact pitcher. I know I skipped over that today. I just assume 
you were here with us all season, right? We know the walk rate has been great. 4% walk, 32 and a half ball, 66 first strike, 38 O swing. We've always liked the bully metric, right? First strike plus O swing over 100. He gets up, gets ahead, makes his chases junk. The thing we're looking at, the 57 ground ball, we love it, that 90% zone contact, however. But there, he does have it in there. It's in, it's in the range. Remember Verlander? Zero 10K games. And he had more starts. Sanchez, 18 games started. Two, listen, two money, two ticket, one out of nine is not bad. You know, 11% money start rate for a guy that's your number four is not bad. P.O. says Montgomery plus 5Ks plus 162 on FanDuel. That's another, that's pretty sharp. I like that. Again, the low bar ladder, something when we had Thunder Dan in the house, in the chair was into. Jim Pine says Sanchez is going to be on a short leash with Wheeler available tomorrow. I mean, I think everyone's on a short leash. But he's been good, right? It's not like an opener. Always got to be careful with the outs. Let's get into the, the, the prop stuff. I mentioned a sinker, which is really good. I did want to mention the off-speed stuff for Sanchez. Again, really very good. No joke. Change up. 33 use. That's a primary pitch. 267 X slug. 43 whip. That's bananas. Really, really good. The thing he's got to worry about is the sinker, the 500 X slug, getting punished at home. That's the big thing. The slider also, 30% whiff rate in the slider, he can get that. Here's the thing. Bring up the Sanchez keys. This I was just a flashing misprice. The misprice we had yesterday just didn't hold. I had Sanchez listed at two and a half strikeouts. I know it's juice, but Jay, I think we got to do it. He's gone over the 16 of 18 starts. That's an eight out of nine. It's a pretty incredible hit rate. I think you just gotta, I think you just gotta do it. Three strikeouts. I mean, could you find a lower bar? Like I say, and I know I hate, I do hate the juice. But 16 of 18, we're going to go for it. Out prop. Funny that you mentioned that. I met, you know, Jim, my band is something you and I really have a cool kind of connection of for my blind spot, which is what this is all about, right? The immersive experience we're trying to provide to people that goes just beyond people that have their hand out. Give me a bet. Give me a bet. We're here for you also. Go right to the end. Great bets, playing. Good luck. We're green on the season. We love you. But this has always been about more than that. A deeper understanding, being malleable as we work our way through the analytics to try and come to conclusions in a strong, you know, probabilistic scenario, but also understanding not only with the, you know, the depth of the game, the complexity of the game, but that now being matched with the book's availability. You need people, man, to say, what about this? What about that? Jim mentioned the out prop. That one's not listed. So, for whatever reason, they're picking up what you're putting down. I think we want to get on the walk prop as well. Sanchez listed at one and a half. Again, if we're going to play into a short hook theory, you got to like the control prop, right? Going under on the control props is what I mean to say. So one and a half, he's only gone over that three of 18 times, so 15 of 18 unders. I'd like to go under the one and a half walks on Sanchez as well. Then the over-under set at two and a half, seven of 18. That one I maybe not, maybe I stay away from. But I do like two of those. So let's go over two and a half Ks for Sanchez. Let's go under one and a half walks. Again, I mentioned he had a 4% walk rate through just shy of 100 innings and truly validated by the ball percentage at 32 and a half. That is fantastic. He gets ahead. He checks all the boxes for control. He does not, he's not gonna, he doesn't miss. 
So let's get those. That's another juice one. Yes, I promise I've not been kidnapped, people. This is all under my own volition. But such is life in a big city with the playoffs. So, you know, sticking my neck out a little bit for juice. But that being said, I don't have it on top of it. Even a minus 180. I'll put a bit smoked in the comments. What is that? About 38% implied probability. We're talking about things that are hitting, you know, 16 of 18, 15 of 19. So I think, I think, you know, that's the argument for playing juice is if you think you have edge or the mathematics kind of supported. I generally don't pay the juice because I would rather select from somewhere else on the menu. But with these limited scenarios, everything else feels like pushing. And again, the pricing for them hitting hasn't moved to a spot where it's, I don't want to say fair, you know what I mean? Where hasn't moved to a spot where we, where it's advantageous to us. If we were getting Simeon total base props all season at plus 130, with a guy leading off to hitting the way he does. Now we have a tough pitcher in a playoff spot with a low total. We got to go down to plus 105. Yeah, no thanks. Jim Pine says it's minus 165. And MGM, that's that's nice. Now that's like where I could think because for me that every twenty cents is a big deal. Like I cap it one minus one forty at minus one sixty. I'm like, oh, I'm making face. I'm about to dookie. and at minus one eighty. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm slumping in my chair because I just don't want to lose. But again, I I think everything's there. I just don't want to be. I just don't want to be a hypocrite. And I like to have people at least understand right the thing we were talking to, tying into the greater lesson here that this isn't just throwing stuff at the, at the wall. Right, we're truly diving into all of the minutiae of the stuff and comparing it, you know, to the books for Edge, hopefully. So I've been, I've been avoiding talking about the rest of it because it all stinks. We mentioned Arizona, how bad they've been versus lefties. And now we've kind of seen the bottom fall out in this playoff series. Yeah, they got it done, but they haven't been good. Bottom three in homers versus lefties, second half. Bottom five in ISO, bottom 10 BA, WOBA, WRC+. We mentioned Guriel has crushed lefties. So if you're looking for, you know, you're playing jock market, you're looking for like the player that could pop, that's it. I don't really like the pricing in this stuff. I just can't change my mind on it. We did hit it yesterday. I'm not going back to the well today. I did look more to last night's again. I had like the microscope out for this stuff. No one is hitting the ball except for Kettle Marte. If I had to go to one person today, it'd be Kettle Marte. He had three batted ball events last night over 105 miles an hour. One was over 116. So that's, and it's minus money. Like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. I'm not for two bases. Two bases really hard. In a low total game. Two bases is really hard in a low total game. No, no. Grazie, pero no grazie. No. No, no. Okay, let's go on to the other side. I just don't really have much here. Like I said, this, I mentioned the horse drawing because I knew I was going to bring up it. This is my horse drawing, you know, at the beginning. It's it's pitch shape and, and arsenal and deployment. And yeah, now it, it's going to work. And now we're like, the Diamondbacks are starting to show me at the play. I'm like, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? You know, you, you're in the National League in the National League Championship Series. Starting Joe Bay at the play. 23 of 35 outings, right? It's not a guy's not a starter. No earned runs, so that's what they're gonna be praying for to kind of bridge the gap. Longest outing all season was three innings pitched. And ironically, it was against the Phillies, who got him for four runs. Through three innings. It was only one barrel that was JTR. I told you I was digging for you people. 
Only two-hearted balls, Ramuto and Castellanos. Or whatever that's worth. You know, kind of, it's not like I'm overreacting to all this stuff, but it wasn't as bad as maybe the outcome scene giving up four runs. But they got to him. He wasn't fooling him, feel safe to say. Phillies crushed lefties all year. Though, again, you want to be careful chasing these statistics with a pitcher that might only throw an inning. Right, it's hard enough if we're worried about them completing five. Not really anything you can go after. Right, again, Mantiply has just no props even posted. Because there's just zero zero expectations. He's going to go until he puts a runner on. And then, I don't know, I had a couple people in the DMs this morning looking for some clarity. I, I, have, I have no clue. Here's what I do got. I got whatever they've shown us. So, last night, we got Sal Frank, Ryan Thomas, Sal Frank, the lefty, Ryan Tom, Thompson, the righty, before Ginkle and Sewell. They were all excellent. Sewell got the win. On, I think this was the day, the last time they pitched, or the last time Mantiply pitched, on Tuesday, we got Ryan Nelson and Slade Chaconi. So that would be my, that's my best guess, is you're going to get Mantiply lefty and then a combination of Nelson and Chaconi, where Sal Frank, the lefty, will act as the bridge, right? I don't know if that makes sense. So Mantiply until he gets touched. Ryan Nelson for the follow to see what he's got. I would imagine the initial anticipation is at least one inning. If it's clean, I think you'll see him again. Nelson, we've seen start before. You know, easily good for a couple innings. How good they're going to be, I, that's a, that's a, another kind of question altogether. Until they get the tough lefties, in which case maybe you'll see South Frank for the matchups. Again, I'm kind of grabbing it air a little bit, but doing the very best I can. I mentioned Ryan Nelson. He had 144 innings this year, but to a 5.3 ERA. I mean, just not very good. He lost that job. It's, it says I thought his name was Saul Frank. It's a jerky boys joke in there somewhere. <laughs> anyway, I really love you guys. I, like I said, I, I don't really know on this one. This one feels like a Phillies win, maybe a Phillies run line, maybe to the over with no scoring yesterday. What's the over on this one, Jay? I think maybe that's where I think that's where the analysis kind of takes me. I don't really believe in it. I like the plus 120 on the Phillies run line also. I think I'd go with that. So I would hit the Phillies run line to cover the one and a half. Again, even if it's low scoring, I think we get there, you know. Four to two, four to one, five to two, or Phillies explode, right? Because there's a chance, there's a chance Phillies cover the game over on their own. Here, so give me Phillies cover. Jay, can we get Phillies team total also? I'm like rolling my eyes, wondering if that's a four because it's a playoffs, thinking it's probably four and a half. Full game, yeah, I want. I mean, Pinnacle's got four and a half minus 130. I, I, Jay will conf, 
incur. Pinnacle is like a legit book, right? They're super sharp, and if you see Pinnacle, you can normally... Yeah. I think I like the Phillies for five runs also. I don't know how we how do we don't get there. There's just they just they just don't have the firepower. They the Diamondbacks just don't don't have the firepower. Jim Pine says, I don't see how the D backs pull this off on essentially a bullpen game, you and I again. Simpatico, my friend, with the best guys pitching yesterday. Now granted the day off before, I think Sewell is fine. I don't think Gingle's that good. Yeah, I worry. Jim Pine loves the ML, me too. I even think we get the cover. Then we got Ink Two Audio. Again, I don't know if you've been listening for a while, but I think it's the first time in the chat. Welcome aboard. Grab your spear, grab your shield. This is freaking 300. It ain't Sparta. It's madness. Giving to the book nothing, taking from them everything. Says, I know this is a basic angle. The world, yo! Yo! We are here for absolutely everybody. The professor is here for the 101 all the way up to the advanced AP stuff, yo. And I think it's really important in this day and age that your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper is able to talk to everybody and, and relate to them. Let me know if I can. Let's get into it. How much of you downgraded team's offense playing a day game after a night game, thinking of first five unders Texas-Houston? Well, not to bury the lead, we're on the Texas-Houston F5 under. Though much less for that, I also, I, I'm going to double check to make sure I don't go, you know, size 11 Nike inside mouth. But why do I feel like they're not they're not day games? Yeah, they're it's after it's they're five p.m. So I don't know. I, I if like, I don't I don't want to put words in your mouth, but let me just take it from where I see it is. Though I generally don't wait day and night stuff. We've covered this during the year. I've even brought not on my own testing because again, small anecdote. I used to get smoked on day games where I stopped betting them. I was testing my own work and finding out that they were unprofitable. But when I, I went to like Quant Guys and Cardi checked it out for me, I mean, I always make sure I run a lot of the my questions through Derek Cardi in the offseason. Super sharp, of course, with the bad axes. Guy's freaking brilliant, you know what I mean? No correlation day to night. As far as like the physical subjective stuff, I would really only look at it if we were talking about night game, like extra inning, quick turnaround, early start. Where nine inning game at eight. Play again at five is just kind of baseball. You know, I'm, I'm really, I'm not, I'm not too worried. You know, these guys are freaking locked. They're like, everyone is like locked EF in right now. BGC's got plus 125 at MGM on that run line cover. Yeah, that's why I like it when when you're getting the nice, the, you know, they're, they're, there's a benefit in that run. And again, I just don't think it's there. The Diamondbacks offense does not match up well with Sanchez, who's been pitching really great. On the road, I just, I, I, this one's all Phillies for me. I think they kind of put their stamp on it today. So that'll do it. Jay, if you can, bring up today's bets and scroll through for everybody. Sorry I dropped the ad right in your lap. I didn't know if you were going to pick it up, which you did. Of course, in stride, like a bouse. But 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 the bouse. So from Jay and Jay, everybody, that's it for the Freaky Friday edition of The Big Show. Stocking alone, yeah, indeed, dude. I don't know about Maya. What about Maya? Is I'm not that good. Yeah, I can go to show you. I haven't watched basketball in a decade. I honestly, I can't really name a relative player that that makes sense to it. Sad, I really can't. Like, I the only point I don't know is like Derek Rose, and <laughs> I think his career is over. Yeah, it's really good. Well, from us here at Call to the Pen, redheaded stepchild of the Hammer Betting Network. 
you know, we're getting down to the very nitty gritty. You can count the amount of shows we have left on two hands. Tyler says, Jeff Hordesack. Yeah, baby. I love it. <laughs> so, Anthony Graves, cheers to you too. My man, we appreciate you hopping on board. Nothing like this show, man. Ink to everybody, all the Bryans. Frankie, Maddie, from the entire restaurant where the chefs eat, you want to go where everybody knows your name. <laughs> uh, oh, man, I got to make work that everybody knows your name. Enjoy the game. And enjoy your day. And when we're done with the book, enjoy that pay. I think I added on to my famous catchphrase, if I remember. Everybody, we love you so much. We'll see you Monday when you work this hard. There's a lot less like luck, yo. Peace.